the Deadwood stages are rolling on over the plains. With the curtains flapping and the driver is slapping the reins. A beautiful sky, a wonderful day. Whip, crack away, whip, crack away, whip, crack away. Oh, the Deadwood stages are heading on over the hills. Where the engine arrows are thicker than porcupine quills. Dangerous land, no time to delay. Hello and welcome to episode 90 of Yarns from the Plain. Today is Saturday the 13th of September, sorry, struggling to remember there, and I'm currently sat in my garden with um, two of the hens in the run, one getting a little agitated because Ziva is up in the coop, taking a very long time to lay an egg. And uh, Lickin really would quite like to go and lay one, I think. So um, she keeps climbing up the ladder and uh, clucking and then coming back down again. So they're not out. Um, there is some birdsong. There is a bit of aeroplane noise. And there is some ambient chicken background noise. But not much. It's only going to be a brief episode today. I Just to sort of let you know, today is the, the day I'm going to mum and dad's and taking everything to the show. So I thought I would just have a quick round-up of where we were with everything. You know, I entered 12 things. Have I got 12 things finished? Have I heckers like? But then to let you know about something that's happening on Monday. So, let's go through um, the entries. Let's see if I can remember all 12 entries that I entered. I entered a... Um, item of felting. That is done. Tick. It's a small felted sheep. So, delighted with that. I have entered a recycled uh, item made from recycled materials. That is a garden nightlight made out of a coffee jar. And that is not completed. It has its uh, hanger on it and it has the outlines for the glass paint, but I need to put the glass paint on. I was going to do it last night and then realised it needed 24 hours to dry, so trying to take it down in the car with wet paint on it seemed a silly idea. So I'm going to do that when I get to mum's. Machine or handmade bag? Done. That was done ages ago. Knitting. Advanced. Yes, um, I'm putting my travelling woman in. The grand plan of having a fair isle vest just has died. But never mind. I don't think it's going to win, and it needs a bit of a steam press before it goes in, but that's fine. Uh, baby or toddler item, knitted or crocheted. That is my um, little sheepy sweater. It's currently sat on the table in front of me. Oh, sorry, apologies for the airplane noise. British Airways, that one. I could see the tail fin. Um, yeah, so that is currently sat on the table in front of me. All the knitting is done. Nearly all the ends are woven in, just the ends of the sleeves. It needs seams sleeved, or even the sleeves seamed. It needs the sheep legs and faces embroidered on, and it needs the buttons on. So that's not done yet either. Hmm. item of hand spun yarn knitted or woven yes that's done but it's not blocked and I suddenly realised that actually I'm better at blocking it at mum's so if it's not quite dry then at least they can take the pins out and done hmm. there is definitely a theme here isn't there um, cross stitch 
I can't in any stretch of the imagination imagine that that's going to be finished by tomorrow lunchtime. There is far too much work left on it. That's a shame. I really was uh, hoping that that would be finished. Um, but it's not. Uh, likewise, the machine embroidered picture haven't even started. And so I can't, that's not going to happen. Well, not a machine embroidered. It's um, any other creative embroidery. And I was going to do some machine embroidery. So that's not going to happen. Um, I think am I on? I'm on uh, eight there, I think. Um, what else have I got? Item of glass. Yes, um, I've got coasters to go in. That's fine. Tick. Item of patchwork. Oh boy, right. Yes, I have finished the quilt. I have attached all the binding to the front of it. It is seven foot three by seven foot three. Yeah. Nothing if not ambitious for your first quilting project, huh? Um, <laughs> and I have hand-stitched the binding around two and a quarter of the sides. So I have less than 14 and a half feet to go. So that will be done today. No problem. Um, and my item of any other craft is a dog that is stitched together, that is based on the one from the Great British Sewing Bee, my friend Bernadette, who runs Cheshire Needlecraft. She designed a pattern for it. Um, so he's some, well, he looks, a, I suppose he's some kind of sausage dog or beagle or basset or something. I think he's a basset with long ears, actually, to be honest. And he's uh, a pincushion on the back. He can hold a thimble on his tail. And I've made his tail a bit thin, so his, this thimble doesn't really stay on very well. Um... Scissors in one ear and tape measure in the other. So he's uh, a... The, the object of any other craft is... Um, the subject is my favourite hobby. So since my current obsession appears to be sewing more than anything else, um, that's what I'm going to put in. So, yes, we still have... One, two, three... Oh, five things to be finished because I've done a cushion as well, but it gapes very slightly at the back, so I need to sew some poppers on. So five items to be finished, four of which really need to be finished today or tomorrow morning. Four of which can be finished today or tomorrow morning, I suspect. But the uh, cross-stitch just isn't going to be, which is a bit of a shame. Um, I did want that, and I thought that the machine embroidery shouldn't have taken too long, but I just got diverted in the summer by making that skirt. That took a weekend, um, which I could have used. Uh, and then, of course, I've come back to work, and, uh, you know, it's hit like a vengeance. So, but there we are. So, that's all the plan. So, when I finish recording this, I am going to go and sew those sleeves together on that cardigan and get those little sheepies done. So, that will be fine. Um, could do with cleaning the hen house out though before we go so I could do with Eva getting a wiggle on and laying that egg because Licking's desperate now she's getting up and down the ladder and really sort of quite uncomfortable I think what's happened in the uh, in the coop news from the coop <laughs> over the last week well this week's been an interesting week this week marked the four weeks stroke one month since we've had them both occurrences four weeks on tuesday one month yesterday um calendar wise we have had massive egg production we actually had a run of nine days without uh, with all three of them 
laying um, eggs completely. Um, so, you know, 27 eggs in a row. That was great. Then last Saturday, um, I don't think Lickin laid. Um, sorry, there's a big starlings. They're stripping the remaining berries from the elder, elderberry. Um, she didn't lay. And then on Monday, um, so we had full egg production Sunday, full egg production Monday. And then Monday evening we were out and I was playing with them, you know, playing hunt the slug. I lift the flower pots up and they find the baby slugs and it's all very much, you know, it's all good fun. And uh, slug on a stick as well. That's where I escaped them out from pots and offered them on the stick. I can hand feed some um, treats to my chickens, grapes and um, corn, but I'm not hand feeding a slug. I'm sorry, I'm not putting it on my hand. Blech. Yuck, 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 not doing that. They love mealworms too. I don't, don't hand feed those either. Um, and licking suddenly went really, really quiet, weirdly withdrawn and sort of sank to the ground and fluffed up and closed her eyes. And it was like, oh, that's so not like you. She's such an in-your-face chicken. She's a very active, um, out-and-about chicken. She's very lively. Very, very, if you could describe a chicken as vivacious, she's definitely vivacious. And she went really, really quiet. And she was huge. She was puffed up huge. By the end of the night, um, the chickens have looked like they've got um, an inflated right boob um, because their crop, um, which is the first part of their digestive system, is on the right part of their body. And that's where they store the food and it softens up. And it takes about four hours to empty out. So obviously they tend to eat pretty much throughout the day. So by the end of the day, they've got an enlarged crop. Um, and then it goes down overnight but chicken uh licking was just huge all over she was just enormous she looked like she was swelling up um and she wouldn't really go back in the run so i sort of plopped her in the run and she just stood there completely still and it was really really disconcerting um so we were a bit worried had she got an impacted crop had she eaten so much you know including some long grass that had got in a tangle and was it causing her to bloat up um there were all sorts of problems it was really quite disconcerting she went up to bed um but only after i tried to pick her up because i thought well i'll have to put her in through the back um but she she didn't you know she went said i didn't want to be handled let a very strange noise out from her internal system um can chickens fart <laughs> i i'm here to tell you that yes they can um she let out this very strange noise and, and sort of went up to bed. She came out Tuesday morning, still a bit subdued, but she did eat. Went up, laid an egg. Wasn't particularly pointy or anything else like that. And came back down and was back to her lively self and sort of nabbed a fly that had made the mistake of landing on the feeder. So, so she was back and that was fine. But then Tuesday night, there was an awful lot of to and fro once we put them back in the run about whether... You know, Henny Penny was up in the coop and then down in the coop and then up in the coop and then down in the coop. And on Wednesday morning when I went to go and open them up, they'd been shut in the coop and I hadn't noticed when I'd shut them up. Or Andy hadn't noticed when he shut them up. I can't remember who shut them up. There was an egg on the uh, in the in on the floor of the run, but it was a soft-shelled egg, so it hadn't got its final coating. And when I cleaned the droppings tray out on Wednesday morning, there were two more that had plopped through the, the droppings. Now, my first thought was that Ah, that was what was wrong with chicken licking. But it wasn't licking that had been up and down the ladder on Tuesday night. And actually, the position of the eggs on the droppings tray in the, in the coop were about where Penny's bum is um, when she sleeps. So 
there we are. Two bits of exciting chicken news this week. I'd had sort of, obviously, licking when we were playing Hunt the Slug. She'd uh, she'd eaten a quite a big crunchy beetle, so I don't know if that had disagreed with her and that made her feel uncomfortable. Um, and then Henny Penny sort of gave us three soft-shelled eggs in a very short space of time. So it's all been exciting here. So there we are. So we've had a show update. We've had chicken news. What else? Something I really like. Um, it's Great British Bake Off time again. And I do enjoy that. Um, I'm not so sure about the whole um, Ian, Diana, freezer ice cream thing. I think the BBC spun that out into something way bigger than it was. Um, because essentially the key thing was that Ian seemed to have a hissy fit and he shouldn't have thrown everything in the bin. Um you know, but there we are. But I do enjoy Bake Off, and uh, it was particularly nice this week with the uh, Dobos Tort, these uh, Hungarian, very thin sliced um, slices of sponge uh, sandwich together. I think I ought to go for that because my Victoria sponges never rise. On to now the main thrust of the episode today. And that's to talk about whip crack away. <laughs> Obviously, I've put all extraneous um, crafting down the last few weeks to focus on this weekend's deadline to get everything ready for the show, which takes place on Thursday. Um, but obviously, because I'm, it's gone back to its traditional third Thursday in September, I'm at work, so I can't go. So I've deputised my mum to go and take everything but that means I had to get everything to Oxfordshire this weekend so I had a deadline by which anything that wasn't actually for the show really needed to be put to one side the other podcasters that I, I listen to or some of the other podcasters that I listen to um, Amy at Knit Spin Cake Louise at Caithness Craft Louise at Knit British and Joe at Shiny Bees have been over the last um, two months co-hosting uh, tin Can Knits Lush Knit Along. Now, I didn't take part in it because I knew that really I needed to be focusing other, on on the, the show, so I didn't take part in it. And I know that some people haven't actually finished. And that comes to an end tomorrow. So people were beginning to think about, well, what's the next Knit Along going to be? And Malorn was mentioned. And I do want to knit Malorn. I've got the yarn. I bought it last year at Yarndale. And uh, I really, really want to knit it. But excluding anything else, I have a half-done Noro chevron sweater for me. I've done two sleeves and nearly the back. I've got a sweater for Andy, two sleeves done, and up to the sleeve shaping for front and back. I've got my Adrift in the licorice and cherry stripes that I started last year in Devon and then decided I needed to unpick the neck a bit, bring it down so I could rescue some yarn to make the final stripe. And because it's not a case of just unzipping the cast on because it's not provisional, um, it's a bit of a faff, so that needs to be finished. I've got a featherweight that I started four years ago with some posh yarn. So that's what, four. I've got 
the Fairyle vest by Anne Kingston that I started for my own Fairyle knit along this year and haven't done anything on for ages. I've got a Noro tank top, Noro sock yarn tank top that's, I don't know, part way up down one side. I've got a, and, a, and a child's sweater, the Pondemonium, that needs just the embroidery done and then the sleeves knit and it's done. And that, I mean, that was started for a child who who started year three this year. He's now seven. I began knitting that, um, you know, when he was just after he was born, I think. So it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, I've got six whips that are garment based five of them adult before I even think about the fact that I was toying around with um ideas for designing my own sweater you know with the the nice zigzags on from the clotted cream and and some British leftover British yarn from the cushions I've got um I think I started off a liesel using some hand spun that's probably not going to work because it's too thick um you know that's a kind of a it's not even logged on ravelry one um i'm sure i've started another baby sweater somewhere that again is not logged on ravelry and that's before i then get to look at how many pairs of socks i've got hanging around i've got two pairs of socks hanging around that i can think of three pairs of socks hanging around that i can think of partly done again one of them's not on ravelry i've got and that was started nearly four years ago a pair of mittens, tons of blankets that are just sort of languishing around, some of which are appallingly, I have to say, all they need is seeming. So, you know, I'm feeling a bit weighed down by the whips. So I thought, right, okay. I batted back on Twitter, let's have... Uh, a whip along because <laughs> I think really should do that and so that's exactly what Louise from Knit British and I are going to do we're going to host a whip along it's going to start Monday the 15th of September it's going to go through to the 15th of November so that's two months that then leaves you six months if you uh, six weeks if you want to knit something small for Christmas then that's absolutely fine so the rules are you've got to have started this whip before the 1st of September it's got to actually be a whip whip. You know, something you cast on last week really doesn't count, does it? These are the things that have been hanging around for a bit. And that are now beginning to weigh you down. So we need to clear them. We're going to alternate the chat thread between the two groups. So next week the chat's going to be in my thread. Come and tell us your whip story. Why is it hanging around? What's happened to it? Have you just kind of run out of steam? Did you hit a problem? Or did you just get distracted by something else? <laughs> That's me. All the time. Going to have a finished object gallery in both groups. Louise is offering prizes, uh, a prize. I'm offering a prize um, for people who put in finished objects. If you've got more than one whip and you get more than one whip finished in the period, brilliant. Stick them both in. Separate post for each. You're fine. You're laughing. We'll cheer each other on to get these things off the needles and quite frankly you can cheer me on because I'm doing this I am going to offer a prize every time I finish a, a whip 
So there's one prize up there to begin with. If I finish one of the whips in, in the two-month period, another prize goes in the pot. Finish another one, another prize goes in the pot. At the moment, I don't know if they're going to be prizes from the stash or um, prizes from my shop. Could be either. Uh, I'll have a good rummage around because I th I'm feeling that it's time to liberate some of my stash as well, that it's been there a long time and I've not used it. So if I've not used it now, by now, maybe it's time to let it go. But basically, just come along, shift those whips, let's get them cleared, let's clear the decks, and then we can either do a little bit of small item Christmas knitting um, for the end of the year, or we can start a brand new sweater on the 1st of January. Which sounds really nice, doesn't it? Okay. I'm just going to say I will be at Yarndale on the 28th of September. That's two weeks' time. There is a meet-up at three o'clock um, in the food area, I think. Um, the Geeky Girls have set that up, so I haven't double-checked that. That's cutting it quite fine for me because I think the uh, the bus will be going um, and we have quite a tightly organised schedule on the bus. So I'll have to keep an eye on the time. But I will be there. And uh, come and wave a whip at me. Until next time. Take care. Bye bye. You've been listening to Yarns from the Plain. Episodes and show notes can be found at yarnsfromtheplain.podbean.com. Comments can be left there or at yarnsfromtheplain.blogspot.com. Or you can message me on Ravelry, where I'm Tales from the Plain. You can email me at yarnsfromtheplain at googlemail.com. And you can also find me at Twitter, where I tweet as Tales from Plain. Go on, make yourself heard.